90% of all millionaires became so through owning real estate. More money has been made in real estate than in all industrial investments combined. The wise young men or wage earners of today invest this money in real estate. Andrew Carnegie. Welcome to Real Women Real Estate Podcast, episode one. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we are three young women that are ambitious in real estate, and we're excited. We're passionate about real estate. We're passionate about building generational wealth, building wealth, and we want to help other like-minded people like yourself find um, find ways to get in, find ways to get in the game, and learn how you can do this and. Um, we want to have some fun. We'll talk about uh, lots of things, books and wine reviews as well. Um, but our main goal is just focusing on the real estate and what makes this industry so much fun as well as um, produce so much income for so many wealthy people. My name is Courtney Harrington. I'm a realtor in the Bay Area. I have um, a background in finance and accounting. I've been in a discipline of like financial budgeting and analysis, and I was tired of having my head down in uh, my cube. And I was just like, hey, you know what? I really want to um, pursue some passions in real estate. I've already had a few um, investment properties in Houston and in Dallas. And I decided this would be a great way to pursue real wealth for my children and build upon my legacy. Um, so I'm happy to share that and happy to talk about um, how um, my background in finance uh, can really, really leverages um, clients with purchases and sales and strategic business transactions, as well as how a realtor can help an investor or where does a realtor play a part in that. So I'm looking forward to talking with you guys and our other co-hosts, Kim and Ebony. My name is Kimberly Harris. Um, I am a Jane of all trades, if you will, basically a serial entrepreneur. Anyone that really knows me knows that I have a passion for interiors and real estate. My businesses are centered around both of those with a background in sales, branding, and marketing. And I use those current skills, whether it's managing my son's modeling career, managing my clients and finding, helping them to find homes to invest in, or designing kitchen layouts for friends. My love language is actually access service, which is very fitting for this because that's pretty much what I do is help people all day, every day. And I actually really enjoy that. I love to be able to help people with distressed, you know, distressed homeowners, distressed homes, educating investors, and focusing on creative financing for people. And my ultimate goal with this is to help people with creating generational wealth, wealth, and to build real estate investments, as well as buy the neighborhood. I love it. Buy back the block. Okay, well, I'll yes, go. Buy the block. Not least. <laughs> buy back the block. So my name is Ebony Jones. I am a real estate entrepreneur based out of Dallas, Texas. I have a little bit over a decade of experience in the finance, mortgage, and real estate industries. I've worked in everything from 
loss mitigation from people about to lose their homes through the foreclosure process, worked in bankruptcy, I've worked in funding loans, you named it, I've probably done it. And so just at the beginning of this year, I decided to take the leap into entrepreneurship and focus on building my own rental portfolio full time. Cash flow is the name of the game. I've been seeing the money go around and around in the real estate industry. And so I finally decided I want to touch some of that money. My passion is, of course, of financial literacy. I love teaching people about money and just how to shift their mindset from being a consumer and a worker to being a producer and uh, an entrepreneur. So I'm certainly happy to join these ladies in this podcast. And I'm excited because I think it's going to be such a good thing, um, especially us all three being Black women. Oh, that's great. Um, and that's and that was the premise. That's why we came together, because not only do we not see women investing we don't hear about too many women investing. It's really male dominant. And we wanted to kind of dive into that, that arena and break that mold. And not only are we women investors, we're African-American women investors, we're women of color. And we, we support all women and we encourage all women who want to start investing. And that's what we're all about. And so we wanted to dive into the first portion. First topic today is money mindset. Um, what is your money mindset? Do you focus on the apprenticeship phase of, of money? Or, meaning, do you appreciate the value in learning, right? Do you take the time to learn? Whether you're investing, are you going to embrace your community, your investment community? Are you going to reach out to the experts within, within the field and take the time to maybe even work for free to understand where, what, what areas um, most suit you? Like, what is your money mindset? Or do you just want to get, do you just want a quick buck? I think that's a lot of things with um, wholesalers. Wholesalers get really bad reps because they think, hey, we just have this, this attacker that's coming in and taking over this distressed property and they just want money really quickly. Kim and Ebony are working on a deal right now, working on a flip right now, and we're going to dive into all of those things. And so we wanted to kind of talk about, hey, you know, where are your financial, uh, what are your financial goals? Like, why are you here? Right. And so with that, we kind of want to share our financial goals and why we started. Kim, Ebony, do you guys want to talk about what your financial goals were specifically? I actually happen to be in a really, I guess, unique space for my, my age group in the fact that I, I don't have children. I'm not married. I literally just have to worry about myself. <laughs> so um, with that said, my financial goals are pretty vast, actually. Um, like I said, before my intro, cash flow is the name of the game for me. But um, someone recently gave me some really good advice and told me not to chase money but to chase education um which is a very it's actually harder said than done because you see all the deals going by and you want to jump in and be able to get some of that money that's going around but education is priceless so kind of to your point about like where your mindset is i would say my mindset right now is apprenticeship i'm just trying to learn as much as possible about real estate investing um, and just the real estate industry in general. And 
couple that with what I know from seeing people go through, you know, difficult situations such as foreclosure or bankruptcy and the things I've learned from people like Tony Robbins or Dave Ramsey or, you know, Susie Orman and knowing that there is a different way to approach money, right? You don't have to be a consumer for the rest of your life. Um, and in that same token, you also don't have to be a worker for the rest of your life. So I guess to answer your question, I am in, in an apprentice mindset with mogul goals. <laughs> I have mo- goals of moguls in my in my future. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, um, because people don't take that, the time for the apprenticeship phase. Sorry, Kim, go ahead. No, no, that's, that's hands down so true, especially the apprenticeship phase. You know, like we posted on our Instagram, the quote that we posted on our Instagram the other day is, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. And that's very true in, in this game. And I feel like, for me, it is a learning curve right now, especially because I loved my parents. I love that they worked hard. I feel like that's the quote unquote American dream is that you work hard and you get this life. But at the same time, there was this idea that you have to work over what you're being paid or what you're being paid to do to be able to succeed. And I don't feel like that should be the case, right? I want to be able to spend time with my kids and not to say that my parents didn't spend time with me, but I know that they were tired, right? And so, you know, they were working so hard to maintain this life that they, that's the goal for me, honestly, is work-life balance. And for me, that comes with these investments and that comes with long-term wealth and that comes with the generational wealth. I don't want my kids to have to struggle like this or like my parents did, for instance. So for me, and on top of that, I love teaching it. I feel like we are behind the curve as women of color. We are behind the curve as a culture. Um, When it comes to, again, we're more consumers than we are anything else, right? We spend the most money you know, he in the, in the U.S. ever. <laughs> so with that being said, I want to shift that mindset of instead of us always spending our money to invest that money, the money that you thought to buy, you know, certain or cut back, you know, not even not saying you can't shop, right? But to maybe curb your shopping and making it long term generational wealth for you, and make your shopping something that is you know, on the side versus your investments, right? So you want to balance, a balancing act, uh, if you will, of, of sorts. And for me, that's what it is. It's more so I want to be able to spend time with my kids and enjoy because life is short, man. And I want to be able to, I don't want to miss moments, period. Right. Yeah. And I, and I hear you, right? You're, you're saying like, you don't, you're not preaching or advocating for self uh, deprivation. You're not saying don't go and get your nails done. Don't go and buy this, right. but, but delay Absolutely. that gratification. You know what I mean? Don't just go after exactly. the first thing. And I heard something from Bertice Washington, uh, podcast, uh, yesterday that really spoke to me. She was saying that we, in our community, what we often tell each other is, Oh, go ahead, girl. You deserve that. You deserve that bag. You deserve that. You know, but, but, what 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 value does it really add right now? Like, go ahead and sacrifice that so that, you know, um, it's not something that you even need to think about. It's not even something that you even need to, to question. It's just something that you did. It just is what it is. Um, and so I think that's the goal, right? And so for me, my my thing is, my goal is financial independence. 
You know, mm -hmm. um, I am married uh, with three children and my husband is successful in his own right. And I also want that independence. I want my own success. I don't just want to be mommy. Um, I want my own voice. I want my own life. I have ambitions. I have goals. And I think that I have a calling to reach out to people, um, to help people. And, and so I want to foster that. And I agree with you, Kim. I, I feel the same thing. I also want to um, have that financial freedom to be a part of my kid's life, to make it to the baseball games and the soccer games and, and, and travel and get my husband out of the, the work week and the work rut so that we have that freedom to travel. So I want to use real estate to do that, to invest right. in properties and um, and gain equity and have that equity live for my and grow for my children. That is my right. goal. Right. Yes. So in in speaking about that, so are there some things that inspire you guys um, when you know things are kind of tough and you are having rough? What do you guys? go to because mindset is also about you know keeping your mind fit as well right you think about um you know just being mentally fit and being uh, physically fit right you you can't you don't want to be uh wealthy <laughs> in your 60s and you're still <laughs> you're pushing pills and uh you're just not taking care of yourself so what are some things that you guys do to motivate yourselves for me travel hands down motivation all across the board my grandparents do it uh did it growing up and they have motivated me like you know when my grandmother passed that was part of my um speech when i spoke about her death is basically that i wanted to be like her when i grew up they made it look so easy and they instilled in us to travel right so that has been something that's been instilled with me since i was a kid and it's something that still motivates me to this day i don't want to be broke trying to travel, nor do I want to be house broke. So those two go hand in hand for me. So in order for me to be able to travel, I need money. And in order to make money, I need to be working. But if I want time with my kids, you know, it's a, you know, balance and act. So if I want time with my kids, I need to figure out a way to be able to have stuff make money for me where I'm not stuck in the rest. But for me, it's travel, hands down, every time. What about you, Ebony? I have like my what I call my holy trinity <laughs> that keeps me going um that would be my faith I am a Christian I believe in keeping myself surrounded by like-minded individuals so gospel music podcasts bible verses devotionals all that kind of stuff keeps me motivated especially now that I'm I'm out here doing it myself um my faith is what keeps me going then would be my family I'm very close to my my family we do everything together. And so a lot of what I'm doing, I'm doing for them to kind of change the trajectory of our family. My, you know, I have generations of strong women that I look up to and I just want to make them proud and, and blaze a, a path going forward. So that keeps me going. And then thirdly would be what I put into my mind. So my brain food. So I'm really big into books podcasts, positive music. Uh, I like 
watching positive YouTube videos. One of my favorites is uh, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. Gosh, that guy gets me going. Mm -hmm. I mean, just lights a fire. <laughs> and so just I basically all, <laughs> oh my gosh, he will make you want to run a marathon in 30 degree weather. Like <laughs> his story is phenomenal. So I would definitely recommend che checking him out. And then like also just, you know, talking to people. I feel like everybody, you know, the the temptation is to think about yourself and to think about what you want and how you want your life to live. But then when you take a step back and realize that everybody's kind of on that same path, they're trying to live their best life. They're doing the best with what they have. So the more you, and I'm not just saying this for myself, but just for everyone, the more you open up and share your story and your journey, you meet people who, you know, may have needed to just hear your story. And that in turn motivates you to keep going. So, yep, um, you never realize who you're motivating. That's very true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so don't always come off at with the facade or feel like you have to be perfect because people right. really appreciate the journey about that, right? And yep. me, um, I so thinking about that, Ebony, you appreciate this quote that I heard um, last night. It's it's actually a Bible verse more so than a quote, and it's from Proverbs seventeen sixteen, and it is, "Why should fools have money in hand to buy wisdom when they are not able to understand it?" Ooh. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. Ow. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that that just all ties in to, you know, your mindset and money. You know, why? Why? What is your motivation? Like, what are you what are you what are you doing this for? You know, and I think for me, it just it goes back. I think what motivates me when I'm in a rut or and when I'm in just uh, I need a little bit of a push or um, or talking it out talking out with my friends, writing, writing it down, um, is really good. And then working out. So here in the Bay area, everything workouts, all, everything was outdoors. I went bikes, yoga, um, mm, meditation. That's my second. Yeah. Medicaid, meditation. Yep. All of that is really, um, popular out here and being a Texan, I have completely engulfed myself into this, this whole psyche. And I'm all about yoga. I'm all about uh, cycling. I have a spin bike in my living room um, that I ride every morning. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, <laughs> she's not a she's not a Texan anymore. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm, I am a forever a Texan. Right? <laughs> Southside still holding. That's not good. My <laughs> good twisted. Um, so. So yeah, no, so I, I, I do that and um and I was telling I was telling Kim about, you know, another producer Washington is just a podcast that I've been listening to. But she talked about, you know, giving yourself grace. You know, being mm. you know, giving yourself grace and just knowing, hey, you know what? It's okay if I can't finish this today, you know, or I've given it all I've got today and not going off on other people, you know, just giving your stuff <laughs> away, going, going away, you're toying to sleep, getting rest. Um, and so that, that really spoke to me too. You know, I didn't finish writing the script for the podcast today. Like I really wanted to get this going, but you know what? Ebony came through. <laughs> Ebony came through <laughs> and it, it all worked out. And so just giving yourself grace, and um, I think is another thing that 
that I'm going to incorporate in my motivation. Like, it's okay. Yep. Don't beat yourself up. Don't give yourself such a hard time. And I think that's a lot of things that we do as women. We didn't, we just tend to carry it all and we can do it all and mm -hmm. we can, and we take it all on. And so, um, that's great. That's great guys. So speaking of books, is there a book that you are reading or have read in the past that, um, that kind of ties into either motivation or your real estate motivation? Is there um, a book that comes to mind for you? Ebony, do you have a book that comes to mind? You just want me to pick one? Just, okay. <laughs> just one. You, can pick, you can pick two, two books. Two <laughs> you have books. two? Okay. Yes, because we, oh, we can save the books. I could do a whole episode on books. I just love books. I would probably have Tell to Tell us say, how you how you read your books. Do you read your books or do you do audio? Like how do you how do you tend to because you seem like you're super busy. You are busy. How do you tend to listen to your so books? Old school. I I I do a combination of three actually. I have Audible first and foremost, which I love because if I finish the book and I don't think it added any value, I'll return it and get another one. <laughs> Life hack. And then I also, if a book is really good and I want to have like be able to turn the page, I'll go get it in um, you know physical form, either hard hardback or paperback. And then um, also I use Kindle, so um, I use the Kindle on my phone. So if a book is really really good, then I'll probably have it in all three formats. But Audible is definitely, um, or audiobooks in general, because there are also some on YouTube that I listen to. So Kindle so that audiobooks. Can you can you um, can you give like a brief uh, pitch to audiobooks for Kim? Yeah, pitch me, girl, because I just it's not there. <laughs> so I'm the way I got into audiobooks was I. I, I was going through, I was in like a group of people who they were all entrepreneurs, like financial entrepreneurs. And they used to talk about how, Kim, I'm not talking about you, but they were talking about how poor people listen to music in the car or listen to the radio. And Ooh. how, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm not trying to be shady, but I just sat and thought about like, Dang, everybody I know who listens to the radio is broke. So oh my I was God. like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, I remember uh, my dad was in sales and he used to have these like cassette tapes that he would listen to when we were driving. And so I just started there. I would li This was back in like the early, uh, this is like 2000. Uh, 13 2014 so audible wasn't that popular but um i would go find podcasts that would recommend other books or i would actually download um a book that would be read out loud uh, or i would go on youtube and just find it that way and i just i just i found myself wanting to soak up knowledge right and so if there was something i was interested in um the first thing I would do was go see if there's an audiobook or something out there. And then I would just, whenever I'm driving, um, I would listen to it. Whenever I'm, you know, at home, I stopped watching TV. I would just play the audio um, that I was interested in. When I was at the gym, I just played the audio. And then before you knew it, like, I mean, I, I, let's just say I passed my life and health insurance um, exam within like two weeks. 
because wow. of that method of just yeah just like just because your brain is a sponge right so your brain mm-hmm. is wanting to get information even people who say they're not readers I guarantee you they spend tons of hours on their phone because they're reading information on social media you right. are a reader you you do like to learn but the question is what are you putting in so um right to answer your question, that's how I became, I've, I've always been a reader, like even when I was a kid, but I noticed I stopped having the desire to sit and read the mm-hmm. busier I got. And so just kind of that experience turned it back to where I had that thirst to learn and, and to feed my mind good things again. I like that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so then back to the book really briefly. What is the book that you're actually reading right now or the book that inspires you? The book, I have one book that I listen to and read very frequently. It's a quick read. It's called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And this is one of the ones that's on Audible. It's on YouTube. And I think you can get it from like your local bookstore for like three bucks. But it's just about mindset. It's just about your thoughts being things. And the job I used to be at was very stressful. So some days I would just go lock myself in a room and just play that <laughs> and just listen to it. I think if you listen to it, it's less than an hour. And mm-hmm. um, and it's just okay. good to have that, you know, washing over you. Um, and then also the other book that I've read before and I'm rereading again is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, Classic. Which is yeah, that's like the real estate investors, the Bible, because he's talking about how to think differently um, mm-hmm. when it comes to making money. So I'll leave it at those. Yes. Two. Those are my top two. Um, yeah, you know, I could go on. <laughs> I would I would have reached that poor dad over again as well. What about you, Kim? Yeah. Yeah. So about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, or tell yeah, us why. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us what your thoughts on then with reading, because I think that's real. I think a lot of people can identify with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just going to be honest. I can't tell you the last time I finished the book because I don't have the time. And I know you guys are both big into the Audible, and I'm just not there just because I do really like to read and I'm super old school in the fact that I feel like I want to read the book. I don't want it to be read to me, if you will, because that's how it feels to me to listen to an Audible. So the last book that I actually even started reading was the one you and I were both reading, Courtney. That's it. No. <laughs> what was the no. name of it? I exactly. The name of it was Getting, Getting the Love You what? Want by... Yeah. Um, his name was Harvell Hendricks is his name. Yes, Getting Dr. the Love Hendricks. You Want. Yes. Getting the Love That You Want. It's a very good book, it's actually. It's a great That is the book. last one. That's great the last book. book I can tell you that I I, I read. So I That's need to pick back up Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I need to pick up. There's books that I have that I've bought to read. I have not read them. So I do probably just need to really invest in this audible thing that you guys are so into because I really don't have that time. You know, in the mornings I listen to music. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you listen to the radio? Do you listen to the radio? radio? (laughs) I listen to, I listen to, I do, I listen to my satellite radio, but I do, I have started listening to podcasts. What's fancy radio? (laughs) Yeah, I listen to fancy radio or podcasts and that's it. So I have picked up more podcasts, more learning. So I guess you, if you will, you would say that's my learning curve right there is the podcast that I listen to. So there we are. (laughs) I guess I'm I'm broke. 
<laughs> yeah, no. No, that's fancy. Think, that's fancy paid radio. That's not free radio. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not free radio. I think with the podcast too, if you listen to them because you don't always have to reinvent the wheel and sometimes just somebody's knowledge or a nugget that they got from a book is that's all you need, right? You don't necessarily need to go read the whole book, but it's just, you know, about creating a space in your mind to be able to absorb the knowledge because it's going to come. It's all around yeah. us. It's just, are you open to it? Exactly. Um, and, you know, the radio talks about knowledgeable things too, Kim. They talk about real estate investment sometimes too. Exactly. I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> it's fine. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. So it's fine. <laughs> So the book that I that I read twice over the summer, it's not really a inspirational book, but it got me really thinking about real estate. And it was Tanahasi Coates, We Were Eight Years in Power. He has eight essays and he writes about his life in parallel to Barack Obama being in office. And he talked about the interviews and things that he was doing while he was working for uh, the Atlantic newspaper. And he talked about meeting with people that were um, in, living in Chicago, the great flight. Um, he talked about redlining. Um, I didn't know um, what redlining was at the time. Um, that's actually when you um, have a line that's drawn where you will not loan to people of a certain culture or a certain color wow. because you want to keep your neighborhood um, white. Wow. or of a, a certain um, a certain race, right? And so redlining was extremely popular and they would um, loan people or give these people these loans in order to live in these houses. And uh, they, would, they would leave, <laughs> leave this area and have all the, and then all the white people would buy up these properties. And then um, they would have black people renting these homes and uh, they would just keep raising, uh, changing the, uh, the rent requirements or loan requirements if they wanted to own the home out full right. They would keep changing the loan requirements on them to make it impossible mm. to pay for them. And then when they went in default, they would take the home back in foreclosure. And they would just do this over and over and over again. And this was just an interview that he was that he was having um, while he was working at the Atlantic while Obama was in office, and it just spoke to me. It really did. It had wow. um, nothing to do with uh, real estate, the book in itself, but that one essay really motivated me to want to educate people and learn myself about real estate and why we don't own real estate like why is this been so yeah. difficult and there's a whole generational first, if you will system Woo. that has um been perpetuated from mm -hmm. generation to generation that keep us from owning real estate so it's not by accident that we are not the face of investing in real estate we're not the face of it because this has been going on for generations um, of course. And, and, and Michelle Obama talks about that in her book, Becoming uh, the Great Flight, which I haven't, word, I haven't heard, but I heard some reviews about it talking about that. So that's on the list. But um, I actually, I bought Becoming that. Becoming on my list. You haven't read Becoming? Becoming on my list. But I have not read it. 
Becoming. Y'all feminist. have not read Becoming. And no, the Black Woman Bible. I, I sent my mom, my sister, and I sent her to see the show. I bought it. But I, I bought the actual I book. I have the actual have book, the book, and I'm like you, Kim. I want to highlight some things, and I want to I tab things sometimes, and I want to keep it. But things that I want to just really get that knowledge and soak up, I, I will do an audio. I will do an audio book, but it is new for me too. I will admit that. So this is a good book to introduce Audible only because she reads the book. So I have it in Audible mm -hmm. and in, in hard copies. Surprise! But it's just like. I don't know, I view her like a auntie. So it's just like your aunt talking to you, like giving you, you know, but if I, it doesn't feel like you're, you're reading a book. But then to your point, Courtney, like there are things I wanted to go back and look at after I finished it. There were things I wanted to go back and look at in writing. But guys, you gotta read, <laughs> you gotta read Becoming. You have to, cause like, Okay, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but she is just so relatable. And she talks about all that. She talks about economic empowerment. She talks about womanhood. She talks about just everything. You gotta read everything. it, guys. Okay. She talks we, about everything. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> we're on it. Okay. So, in Good. so this was great, guys. I really enjoyed this. I think we're on the path to motivating like my just women the same thing that michelle is trying to do we're trying to do as well we're just trying to focus it more so in the real estate um avenue as well and so um i i really want to thank you guys thank you guys for um you kimberly guys meaning kimberly and ebony for being here for starting this for seeing a vision and wanting to reach people and wanting to really um, educate people um, about about real estate, about investing, how to get in. And we're going to have some fun and I can't wait to get started. And I'm glad that um, we're doing this. Yay. Thanks for tuning in to our first episode. Whoop, whoop. Real Women Real Estate. Boom. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> real Women Real Estate. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.